Welcome back to another episode of the Focus Fight Finish Podcast. I am your host, Tony Reyes, and today we're going to have a good one. We're going to be talking about some men's mental health. I'm going to be talking about a, a, a picture that triggered me from Instagram in a good way. Uh, I'm going to be doing a Q&A, and uh, yeah, that's, that's about it, and sipping on my sweet, sweet Waterloo. Waterloo, anytime you want to hit your boy with a free case, you just let me know. This is not sponsored. Waterloo is my um, preferred uh, carbonated water by choice. Okay? Uh, I did try a, a couple episodes ago. Was it last episode? I Honestly, I have no idea. Time doesn't exist in my head anymore. When you have a newborn, time doesn't exist. Okay, so uh, I honestly don't know if it was last week or if it was five years ago or before I was born, but I was talking about liquid death. I was talking a lot of mess about liquid death, about the insecurities of someone who must need a can to look like that to drink a a, a flavored uh, carbonated water. I was talking mess. Now, I tried it. Liquid death was delicious, Okay. So right off the bat, I was wrong, and I admit it. Liquid death is very good. Very, very good. Okay. Just bump the mic here. All right. So um, picking up right where we left off last podcast, thank you guys so much for listening. I mean, I'm blown away. I put the podcast on iTunes and Spotify and blown away by the amount of people who were basically just waiting for me to do that. Uh, because yeah, I, you guys came out of the woodwork and I got a bunch of downloads right out the get go and I just really appreciate it. And I hope to, uh, hold that up. I hope to keep that, that momentum going and I hope not to let you down. So, uh, that's what we're going to be trying to do. Um, give you a little quick update on the relentless 100. I talked about it last episode. What the Relentless 100 is, is a commitment to myself for 100 days to have no cheat meals, to track everything that I, that I eat, to uh, eat cleanly for, for 100 days, no alcohol for 100 days, working out six days a week, meditating every single day, drinking a gallon of water every single day for 100 days, basically prioritizing myself, my health, and my longevity for 100 days and seeing what happens. I've done this before, but, uh, you know, it, I, I just feel like 100 days is such a perfect amount of time to make true change. There's so many people online that want to just, like, get a fast fix. Hey, this is the first question I get every time I get asked about my weight loss. Oh, you lost a lot of weight. How long did it take you? It doesn't matter how long it took me because what are you looking for what answer are you looking for it took me two weeks lost 100 160 pounds in two weeks isn't that cool don't you want to do that no <laughs> not that it took me two weeks it took me a long time and then i gained weight back and so it's still and, and so i'm still in my weight journey you know um it's just crazy like people always want the quick fix and uh i think 100 days is a good start you know, I don't think in 100 days you should see crazy, crazy weight change. I'm looking for I, I, at the end of the at the end of this, I think the biggest change that's going to happen is going to be up here. 
in my mind. The mentality that I'm going to have at the end of this is going to be completely restructured. I'm going to have a ironclad mental state at the end of this. Because if I can do this for 100 days mentally, then like, what can't I do? Do you know what I mean? Uh, obviously, weight loss is a part of it, but it's not the most important part. I've lost a lot of weight. I want to continue to lose weight in a healthy, slow, maintainable way. But what I'm looking for here is a reignition of my ironclad mental state. And that's exactly what I think it's going to do. So that being said, <laughs> if you missed last episode, move this wire out of the way there. Uh, if you move last, if you missed last episode, that's what I'm doing. It's uh, 100 days. I'm on day 13 right now. I'm, I made a whole calendar. I was going to show you, but it's all the way over there. Basically, I just put a calendar, wrote the days on the on the on the thing, and then I'm like checking them off as I go, which is a very it's very therapeutic to have a whole calendar with a hundred days written out, and then you just like literally physically, you know, check them off day by day. It's a great feeling. It's a really great feeling. I highly recommend if you are, are working towards a goal, is doing that. I got that tip from uh, Jerry Seinfeld. He, uh, you know, he he reached out to me and he was like, "Tony, Tony, Tony, I hear you've got a weight loss goal. What's the deal with that?" I don't know Jerry Seinfeld. Um, he just talked, he talked about it once on a podcast or something and he wanted to get better at writing jokes. And so, um, so what Jerry Seinfeld did was he wanted to get better at writing jokes. And so he, he put a calendar out and every day that he wrote jokes, he would draw a, a, a an X, a big red X on the calendar. And as he kept going, he kept building up red X's. So mentally he wanted to not break the chain. Because visually it was like, oh, I don't want there to be a gap. So it kind of forced him to, on days where maybe he wouldn't write a joke and he wouldn't push himself to, to do that thing he doesn't want to do, um, it forced him to actually do that thing. So that way, at the end of the day, he could, you know, X out the day and make sure that, like, he, you know, I did it today. And building up that momentum is powerful. And so that's why I, for my relentless 100, I wanted to have my own calendar where I'm crossing off the days to make sure that every day at the end of each day, I have something that I can look at and see, like, look at, look at all this that I've put together. You know, I've, I've strung together a, a, a hundred days worth of, of prioritizing myself and prioritizing my health. And uh, I think there's something super powerful with that. So shout out to my, to my, my, my friend, Jerry. I call him Jay. Shout out to my buddy Jay. You probably you probably know him as Mr. Seinfeld, but uh you know Jay. He's he's uh he's a silly goose. Um one of my favorite Jerry Seinfeld moments though, honestly, real quick, if you haven't seen it yet, Kesha comes up to Jerry Seinfeld on the red carpet. Jerry Seinfeld isn't a person who likes touching. Okay, like he doesn't like <laughs> human interaction right? Like he doesn't want to be hugged and touched. And he's like, what do you like? You know, he's like a true New York, New Yorker at heart. He's like, get away from me. Kesha comes up and, and like in the middle of Jerry Seinfeld being interviewed, Kesha comes up and, and says, Oh, I'm a huge fan. Can I have a hug? And Jerry Seinfeld literally on camera shuts Kesha down. And it's, incredible if you have not seen this you have to i i rewatch this video just every couple months just to rem just to remember you know, no matter who you are you will get humbled so quickly by someone else out there 
you know, Kesha's a big star, especially back then. She, you know, she, yeah, I mean, she's waking up like, smelling like Jack Daniels every day. You know what I mean? Wake up in, oh, no, no, it's Pity, P. Diddy. Wake up in the morning smelling like P. Diddy. Yuck. You know what I mean? I don't, I mean, maybe P. Diddy smells good, but why are you wanting to smell like another person? There's a sex joke. I get it, but yuck. Something about wash my mouth out with a bottle of Jack. Yeah, that's a that's a life, huh? We've all been there. I live that life. I live that life. Now I'm washing my mouth out with Waterloo. Please send me a case. Anyway, if you haven't seen the video, you have to see it. He literally is like, "No thanks," and she's like, "Oh, but just re- no thanks." He puts his hand up. He puts his hand up. No thanks. He says, "No thanks. No thanks. No, 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 no thanks." And then just turns right back to the camera. Like, anyway, moving on. Oh, dude. Oh, it's ah, man. It's a guilty pleasure. I don't know if it's even a guilty pleasure. It's just a pleasure of mine. That video. I rewatch it. I can't tell you how many times. Okay. I promise. Now, now that we're ten minutes into this, we're gonna get straight into the goods. All right. So moving on. On to the actual topic that we're talking about here, uh, which is much more serious than Kesha getting denied on the red carpet by Jerry Seinfeld. It is about mental health. Um, so I get this comment a lot, and I, I you know, I get I, because listen, let's face it, I cry on the internet a lot <laughs> on this podcast. You see me crying on my YouTube videos. You see me crying in my weight loss documentary. You see me blubbering. Okay. You see me blubbering. That Waterloo coming back in force. Um, I'm keeping it. Uh, So you see me cry a lot. And I don't think that that's typical. And I know that it's not because a lot of the men in my life don't feel comfortable sharing their emotion. You know, a lot of times when a man shows emotion, especially in the public forum, they get memed. You know, and they get mocked, a la Michael Jordan, a la Tyrese, a la, a la, a la, like, you know, you just find all these people who, you know, when a a lot of times when a man shows a, a great amount of emotion, you can get memed and made fun of. Why don't you just tighten up your bootstraps? Why don't you take it on the chin? Take it like a man. That expression, take it like a man. What? does that mean do you know what i mean like take it like a man and this is this is kind of the uh there there was one comment on youtube that uh kind of sparked this whole idea for this podcast the other day it was like uh you know wow you uh you you just seem really comfortable opening up and being and being vulnerable and i i just think that that's weird like yes i haven't always been comfortable sharing my deepest, darkest feelings and, and openly crying. And I don't really know when that switch happened for me, when I felt comfortable. I, I think it was more so of out of desperation, right? Like, hey, I just need to put myself out there. Otherwise, I'm going to hurt myself or do something that I'm going to regret um, or do something that my family will live with forever. You know what I'm saying? So like, I think it was, I was a dark point in my life when I was like in my younger 20s where I just thought, okay, I need to start 
expressing myself. I need to start um, showing some emotion. I need to start going to therapy, you know, and uh, I guess it was after therapy where I said, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> the big mystery is solved. Therapy helps. Therapy helps. Uh, and so I guess, yeah, after I went to, after I went to therapy, uh, you know, a lot of my insecurities about opening up, a lot about my, of my insecurities of of letting people in, went away. I still have somewhat of a shield up with certain people or with certain groups of people, but I think more often than not, I feel very comfortable sharing my honest opinion about something, sharing even if that opinion is sadness or hurt, sharing that insecurity, sharing that vulnerability with someone. I think is a is a powerful thing and uh last last week i spoke uh to the bpn ambassador group um adam clink who is the leader of our group he actually was out for the week and so he asked me to step in and lead the the meeting and like kind of tell my story i didn't really want to do that i didn't want to like you know just rehash a bunch of like my past uh, it's like, how many videos do I have to make about that stuff? Like, yeah, I used to be fat and then I, I didn't, uh, what the way I, I wanted to tell, or the way I wanted to lead the meeting was I wanted to give my, the three lessons that I've learned and, uh, and, and expand upon them. And one of those lessons was your weakness is your power. And that's, you know, I don't know a weird way to say it, but like when you were able to share your weakness, whatever that is. For me, my weakness was being disgusted with myself. My weakness was my binge eating. You know, um, when I was able to share how I was feeling about myself, all the negative self-talk that I was doing, when I was able to share that I was hiding money from my wife and doing all these things to, to try to hide my binge meals, when you're able to shed off that shame and just kind of own it and just put that scarlet letter on yourself, um, that is powerful. And so through your weakness, you can find power. And so if you're a guy out there, you know, and I'm not just saying this is just about men, but you know, I just feel like traditionally men have a harder time of sharing their emotions. I mean, it's like the number one reason why most of us have issues with our fathers like that generation of men don't like, do not want to share weakness, show weakness. Are you nuts? You want me to cry? Hey man, I don't cry. They like suck their tear back in. You know what I mean? They don't cry. I mean, that would be insane. That would be insane. Uh, those, those past generations feeling, you know, comfortable with it, with their emotions. And I think, Thankfully, times are changing, and so that's why I just feel like the more that we talk about it, the more manly men will feel comfortable, uh, you know, expressing themselves, and they won't feel the pressure to take it like a man. That expression, yeah, take it like a man. Like, what exactly does that mean? You don't show emotion? That makes you tough? I think it's tougher to stand here and cry openly about the things that I'm insecure about and then go out and crush it in the gym. I think it's tougher to cry in the middle of my marathon and then finish and show it. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, you're tough because you're hiding your emotion? That's not tough. That's not manly. 
And that's not the type of example that I want to set for my son either. I want my son to always know it's okay to cry. That, that, that crying helps most of the time. If you feel like you need to cry, man, let it out. What are you, what are you, what are you sad about? What are you insecure about? What, where, where is this weakness that you feel is coming from? Like, let me help. Like, let's, let's talk about it. That talking it out always helps. And, uh, I don't know. I just think like that expression of take it like a man is just, is just so outdated. And so just needs to be put, you know, away in the history books with all the other crazy stuff that's happened in the past. This take it like a man, um, it's just, it just, you know, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. And it's, uh, and it's not just a gender thing. Like anyone who's in like a, a, posi- a powerful position or an athlete or, you know, whatever, a boss or something like, I, I always feel like it's, um, it's always better to share how you're actually feeling, share your vulnerabilities, share your weaknesses, because like I said, through that weakness will come power. Um, because then you own it. You own that thing that you were feeling in my mind. And I think that's, that's really important. So that's a little bit of what I wanted to talk about. Uh, this is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode. So that was my, uh, that was my segment. If you, and also if you're struggling, I understand because it's generations of, of men who have acted this way. And if your dad is like, like really in your life and like, I don't like me and my dad, we like, are better about sharing emotion. Um, my dad's better about showing emotion, especially after he's become a grandfather. I've seen him cry multiple times. Do you know? Whereas like when I was a kid, I was like, I didn't even think my dad could cry. I I couldn't believe it, you know? (laughs) So, uh, now I've seen him cry a few times and I make fun of him every time. (laughs) No, Uh, I'm kidding. Uh, I, you know, it's, it's really inspiring for me to see, you know, someone who could uh, change even like he's about to turn 60. And so seeing that change happen and seeing someone who could, you know, show emotion a little bit more, not a lot, but you know, at least a little bit more is a little more comfortable with showing that. And that's, that's progress. And I hope that, you know, he, he, due to his progress, I have become who I am. And then through my progress, my son will become who he's going to become. And, uh, you know, down the line, it'll just be so normal to show emotion and not feel, uh, you know, shame for it or, you know, not be made fun of or to not have to worry about taking it like a man, you know, it just doesn't make sense. So I got tagged on Instagram from one of my followers, uh, who's followed me for a long time. She's awesome. She's had an incredible weight loss journey of her own. Brie goes beast 91. Um, so shout out Brie. Thank you. So she, she tagged me in this thing. And it's a picture of a phone, mind you, very sketchily placed on a dashboard of a moving car. So just, you know, be safe. But uh, it, it, the, the text is, my sister just started her weight loss journey and Focus Fight Finish is going on a mini road trip with us. Send her good vibes. And uh, the picture is, is of my face in this room talking and that's what they're listening to on the road trip because your sister wants to start a weight loss journey. When I tell you that I cried, <laughs> you want to talk about being comfortable with your uh, emotions. When I tell you that I cried so hard when I saw that, it was like, I don't know, man. It was like I put a lot of effort 
into the things that I do, and I'm very passionate. That's that's mainly I'm very passionate about focus fight finish about this platform I've been given about this um, you know this this whole movement that I've been trying to create of just getting started and get moving and stop wasting time. That movement is extremely important to me because I feel like I didn't get started until I was 31. I didn't get that fire lit until I was 31. And I just think, man, how, what kind of person would I be now at 34 if I had started earlier? And I'm, I have no regrets. You know, I have no regrets. But I think, wow, what, what could I have been already? Um, and, and so I just think, like, there's not a day that goes by that I want to waste ever again. I wasted so much time. And so when I see things like that, when I see things like that picture, it hits me beyond, I, I, like, I can't even explain to you. Um, it just, it, it's really, really moving. And so I just wanted to say thank you to Bree. And I wanted to say uh, thank you to her sister and congratulations on starting your weight loss journey. It is so hard. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, but it's, it's easily the most incredible thing that you will ever do for yourself by far. And it's not even close. If you have lived a life overweight or obese, or you've lived a life, um, being unfulfilled with yourself and who you are, and you work to change that, there is nothing better than that. And it's not even just weight loss, like wherever, like whether it's your job or your school or family relations, like whatever it is, if you've lived unfulfilled and then you work to change that, that is the greatest thing you'll ever do. Uh, and it's just so, so powerful. And so the fact that I am included on that little mini road trip with you and your sister is like, like I said, I'm just so passionate about this. So for it to resonate and for someone, for it to click with someone and for it to hopefully help someone is like more than I could ever ask for. It makes everything worth it. Every single thing, like worrying about trying to get enough work done today and then, you know, going for a run and, and, and taking care of Olive and Ryder and Meredith while still being able to film the podcast and like just trying to do all this stuff. It's all for those moments right there to spread this awareness that I have of not wasting time to hopefully get it through to certain people out there that are wasting that time for them to stop and, and for her to resonate with her sister like that is everything to me. It's absolutely everything. Um, you know, it's just it, I, it means so, so much. So, um, you know, thank you. <laughs> Thank you for posting that. I cried a lot. And uh, it's just, it, it, it was the best feeling. It was the best thing to, to see on Instagram. And so um, I just appreciate it. I appreciate it very much. Bree is actually doing the Relentless 100 with me. There's a few people on Instagram that are doing the Relentless 100. And it's just awesome, man. That's just such a cool feeling, you know? Like, And they're making it their own. They don't have to be as strict as I'm doing it. They don't have to be as, as – it doesn't even have to be weight loss related. It could just be working towards a goal for 100 days I think is is awesome. And, uh, yeah, if you want to take part, hashtag Relentless100 and uh, tag me. Let me know about it. I'd love to, uh, I'd love to see. Uh, I want to do something special a little down the line here and it might involve 
those people who did the Relentless 100. And uh, so, yeah, if you are doing it, please let me know because I want to, there's something I want to do in a few months um, when we're ready for it. But anyway, thank you to Bree. I am so stoked <laughs> by that picture. So thank you. And if you've also, like, if you've been moved by anything that you've seen on my channels, like, I'm just so thankful that you found this channel, that you found something of worth here. Like, you know, I, I feel like sometimes people could just be talking into a void. I'm just talking out there. I don't know who's, who's listening. I'm just talking. And I hope it latches on. And so when I see every once in a while, boom, I got one. That makes me feel so good and so fulfilled. Uh, because it's the whole point of doing this, you know. Uh, this this whole thing that was that's the whole point is right there. So, thank you. All right, now let's pay some bills. <laughs> this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Ice Age Meals. Uh, I've worked with Ice Age Meals for a long time. They're incredible. They're delicious. Literally organic, uh, healthy, frozen meals that you just pop into the freezer. <laughs> pop it in the freezer, pop it on the microwave, and heat up four minutes. Boom, there you go. I literally ate one right before this podcast. I had a turkey chili, so good, 390 calories. The macros are perfect, and uh, it's it's a, it's such a nice option for someone who's busy like me, or if you don't have time to meal prep, or like I, a lot of times what I'll do is because I still meal prep. If I run out of a meal prep or uh, I, I'm just running late or, you know, simply just get sick of eating the same thing, chicken, quinoa, and, and uh, veggies, if I get sick of eating that, which happens all the time, uh, I just pop in an Ice Age meal. So uh, for the month of February, it, it is currently February uh, 1st. So for this entire month of February, uh, you will get 25% off if you're a first-time customer if you use my code FOCUS25. So use my code FOCUS25. I'll also include a link down below. Use the code at checkout. It'll save you 25%. That is a lot. More than any other code I ever give you, that's a lot. That's a huge discount. That's like a Black Friday sale discount, honestly. I can't believe I need to make sure that I'm reading this email right. Yeah. 25% off their first order. That's pretty dope. Um, and so any order after that, you can still get a discount with my code FOCUS. Uh, but if it's your first time, use FOCUS25 and you will save yourself 25%. That's crazy. Anyway, use my code FOCUS25 at checkout. Save 25 freaking percent. Let's go. And now it is time for everyone's favorite part, the Q&A. I don't know if it's everyone's favorite part, but it's, it's kind of mine because it's like, the only interaction that we get to have, you know, as podcast host and listener, you submit your questions, which I only take from the YouTube comments. So uh, leave your questions below and I will answer them in the next week's episode. Post them in the comments below. That's where I got all these questions. All right. This one is from Bryce. Glad you're back. If you missed it, I took four weeks off because of my newborn. Glad you're back. Thank you, Bryce. So am I. I love doing this. I'm getting into running and weight loss. How do you go about finding a run coach? So um, I've had two run coaches. The first one I found from a friend. He was okay. 
Um, <laughs> the second one I found through BPN. She is phenomenal. Like she is actually like absolutely what I was hoping for out of a run coach. Uh, her name's Casey Klein. I will link her Instagram below. I don't know if she's taking on new clients right now for coaching, but if she is, click her Instagram, send her a DM, tell her I sent you. It won't get you a discount, but it, it's just, just so she knows uh, because I, I appreciate her so much. She is a BPN ambassador. She just uh, was the first female to uh, cross the finish line at the BPN marathon, the Go One More marathon. She ran so fast. I forget her time, but she finished that marathon fast enough to qualify for Boston. So I think she ran for her age group. I think it was like a little over three hours. Anyway, she's incredible. She's ran so many marathons. I feel like I talk about her every episode. Go check her out. She's awesome. So that's how you find it. You ask me and then I tell you, click this link and then go message Casey. There's your run coach. <laughs> um, okay. This question is from Benjamin. Benjamin, the bit about not going for walks with your partner really hit home. That's right. So I think it was last podcast, might have been a few podcasts ago, I talked about one of the hardest things about being obese was not being able to go on walks with Meredith when I got home from work. She'd always want to go for walks. I'd be, I'd make some, you know, BS excuses to why I couldn't go. And, uh, and she would go take our dogs for a walk by herself. And that was like, so shameful. You know what I mean? Like I can't even go for walks. And then she would tell me later on, like, yeah, it really sucked. I, I just kind of accepted like that. Like we were never going to have that lifestyle where I got to go on, you know, evening walks with my husband and it made her sad. And that made me sad. Oh, it sucked. So Benjamin relates to that. I'm currently at that point, uh, currently about 365 pounds and able to walk and stand for just a few minutes before pain sets in. I live with her and her family and stayed at home whilst oh we we have a Brit waltzed <laughs> I love whilst I'm sorry you're telling a, like a very like <laughs> I'm being a jerk you're telling me your struggles and I'm like oh waltz that's a word I haven't used before okay I apologize I live with her and her family and stayed at home whilst they went for a walk on Boxing Day Canadian and felt like I was being I think I don't know is Boxing Day other places I'm an idiot. So I'm not even going to check. I could check. I could Google this. And then if I'm wrong, edit it out. But you know what? You deserve to know who you're listening to is a moron. So if I'm wrong, you now you know, <laughs> I'm a moron. And I felt uh, I was being so awkward and difficult because her family went for a walk and he didn't. Uh, she tells me it's absolutely no problem, but the guilt I feel can really eat away at me. I think it's finally time to start putting in some steps so that next time I'm asked to join them, I can manage it, spend time with my partner, and start enjoying being outside again. Both things I miss greatly. Ben, if you're already to the point where you're missing the outdoors, man, I cannot emphasize enough. This is so important. Like, weight loss isn't about finishing a marathon. Weight loss isn't about having six-pack abs. Weight loss is not about being on the cover of GQ magazine. For me, weight loss was being able to live my life normally, being able to fit 
in a in a seat on an airplane without needing an extender, being able to go on walks with my wife, being able to get up from the couch without being in pain, being able to pick up my kid and run around and play with him without being out of breath and telling him, no, dad can't play and just sit and watch him. That is what weight loss is for. That is what weight loss is all about. It's about being able to live a full and rich life and not having to hold back from the restrictions of being obese. Like, that is what fires me up. Uh, you know, it, you know the marathon medals and the, the six-pack abs and all that other stuff is fine. Like, if that's what you want, that's totally fine. That's not what I uh, ever set out for. I only set out to save my life and live a, a life of healthy, happy living, um, where you know, unassisted living, where I could go on walks and I could go play and on a on a moment's notice, get up and and go for a jog with my son or like whatever it is. That's what got me started. And so, Ben, if that's where you're at, man, oh, I cannot emphasize enough. Now is the time. Now is the time, Ben. Not tomorrow. Not next week. Don't wait for a Monday. Don't wait till next Boxing Day, wherever that is. Do it right now. Right now. Go drink more water, and tomorrow you'll wake up feeling better. If you start drinking water right now, just drinking water alone, you already start feeling better. And once you start feeling better, you start wanting to do more things that will make you feel better, like eating a little bit better, going on walks, all these things that are just incremental changes to your life over time, consistently that is the secret. That's the, the fast pill that everyone's trying to buy on Instagram. That's what it is. Small, healthy changes over time a lot, consistently. That's how you change it. And I, I cannot tell you enough how bad I want this for you. And you just you have to want it bad enough for yourself. That's what it is. That's what this whole podcast is, is about. Is like I can say it. I can tell you all the things. But unless you take it to heart and talk to yourself, not just listen to me, you know, I, I, I'm not going to be there to push you down this walk. You have to talk to yourself. You have to look yourself in the mirror and be able to, to be your own motivator, to be your own disciplinarian where you say, hey, enough's enough. Today's the day right now. So Ben... I know we were joking earlier about Boxing Day. I still don't know when that is, but God, I hope next Boxing Day you're out there walking with your family because, man, that's what this is all about. This is what this journey of life is about, man, being with your family, doing things with your family, doing things together like that. Go on on a walk. If you can't do that now, think about where you're going to be five years from now. Probably not here, right? You, we got to. We got to stop tiptoeing around this stuff. Ben, if you don't change your ways five to 10 years from now, baby, what does that sign say behind me? Comfort is a slow death. What are we doing? There's no, there's no secret. If you can't walk now, what are you going to do 10 years from now? Nothing. You'd be dead. And that's how you got to talk to yourself. That's how I talk to myself. And, uh, you know, that's where real change came from. This question fired me up so much, Ben. I am rooting for you, man. Oh, please leave a comment. Let me know how you're going to start this. I already know you're going to. That's out of the question. So how are you starting it? What do you need from me? Send me a DM on Instagram. Let me know that you're Boxing Day, Ben. <laughs> I love you, man. I'm sorry to talk to you that way, but I love you. It, it, all of this comes from a place of love. It really does.
It comes from a place of love and and more so from understanding because I've been there, baby. Okay? Live that life. Bought the t-shirt. Got the tattoo. Been there. Never want to go back. Okay. <laughs> I got fired up on that one. Um, this one is from Audrey Nicoletti. Purgatory doesn't exist. <laughs> okay. Moving on. <laughs> this one is from Chihuahua Mama. Uh, hey, Tony, I am loving the podcast. A question for uh, for you that is more YouTube-related uh, than weight loss. Do you find it difficult to be open and honest and, po- and post videos of yourself for the world to see? No pressure. I asked because I am creating content for a channel, and what stops me is what if my work colleagues watch my videos? The fear of what other people think holds me back. I appreciate any any insight you can give. Thanks, Roxanne. And Roxanne is a member of the Familia. Hashtag done with negative self-talk. Hashtag ejector seat. Hashtag turtle. Hashtag cheeks. If you don't know about that, then you're just not a part of the Familia. Okay, Roxanne. <sighs> Roxanne, okay. <laughs> this is not just for Roxanne. This is for everybody. I'm going to say something that's a little crazy, but if you are worried about posting certain things or putting yourself out there online or on the internet or whatever, you want to make a change in your life, but you're worried about what other people will think, listen to me. People don't care about you. People don't care about you. People do not care as much as you think they do about you. Okay? That is, that worry is a narcissistic trait. Put it out of your mind. People do not care about you as much as you do. And that's a fact, Jack. Okay? Because I, I held my back. I, I held myself from uh, uh, posting or talking about gaining weight for so long. And when I did, guess what? <sighs> Nobody cared. Nobody cared. Everyone was supportive. I got nothing but positivity. I, I had a weight lift off my chest, and again, nobody cared. We build this thing up in our heads. We build it up, and we build it up, and we build it up, and we think, oh, as soon as I do this, you know, Sally from accounting is going to see it, and what is she going to think? Who cares about Sally from accounting? She's not going to care, and if she does, she's not the person that you should care about anyway. If, if, if you got people in your life who are going to talk neg- negatively about you living your truth and posting your truth out there, then you shouldn't be worried about them anyway. They're the wrong type of people to be worried about. What you should be worried about is living a life with a mask. That's what you should be worried about. You should be worried about not not being open and honest with yourself and feeling comfortable with being the real you. That's what you should be worried about, not about what every other person thinks. Because in 100 years, none of us are going to be here. None of us. We're all going to be gone 100, 200 years from now. So why aren't you living the life that you want to be living? Why aren't you going after the things that you want to go after? Why aren't you doing the things that you want to do and, and, and being honest with yourself? Why are you wasting time worrying about what other people think? 
I feel like that's something that I stopped doing in my 20s, and that has been the gift of my 30s, is not caring what other people think as much. There's still moments. Let's not get it twisted. There's still moments. But reminding myself, nobody cares about you as much as you do. So just post that thing, and it is what it is. Get over it. Anyway, Roxanne, I hope you hear me. And I hope to see you posting the content that you're talking about because nobody cares. But I do care. I want to see it. (laughs) I want to see that. All right. And on that note, I got one last question. Glad to see you back and congratulations again. Uh, Okay. So this question, (laughs) this question is from someone who was following me for a long time, posted a lot of questions, and I've answered her questions a lot on this channel. And I've always said, Oh, I got a question from, oh my God. All right. So I got uh, one last question and this question is from someone who's posted a lot on my channel, who's part of the familia. And she posted a, a comment the other day and was like, Hey, just so you know, <laughs> you're saying my name wrong. <laughs> And I've said her name so many times, you guys. I've said her name so many times. It's so embarrassing. I've said her name is Ari's Shrinks. I've said it Ari's Shrinks so many times. And she was finally like, hey, it's uh, it's actually Aries. Obviously, dude. What is wrong with me? Obviously, it's Aries. What is going on in my head? I'm telling you, the guy that you're listening to is a moron. Aries. Aries? I'm so sorry. Aries shrinks. Not Aries shrinks. Do you know? Stupid. Stupid. This question is from Aries shrinks. Oh, my God. I did it again. Oh, my God. I'm an idiot. Oh, my gosh. I just had a revelation. I am completely brain dead. I'm completely brain dead. This question is from Aries Shrinks. Jesus. Glad to see you back and congratulations again on Olive. She's beautiful. Also, I wish someone called me Pumpkin Muffin so cute. Uh, Ryder calls Olive Pumpkin Muffin. Um, Instead of Olive, he refuses to call her Olive. He only calls her Pumpkin Muffin, and it's so cute. I love it. I hope he does it for the rest of his life. So I don't have a question, but I do want to say, what the heck? I watched right now through the end, and there was no familiar phrase. I feel ripped off, man. Ha, ha, ha. Okay, you guys. I got to be honest. I thought about this on the last podcast. Okay, backtrack. There's a thing that we do here on the Focus Fight Finish podcast, and you know it. If you've made it all the way to the end, I give you a secret phrase to post in the comments for the next week. So I know that you made it all the way to the end and that you're a part of the freaking familia, that you're a real one, that you're really here for it. You made it through the whole podcast. There's a lot of people that just like watch the first five minutes and drop off. No, 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 not you. You make it to the end. You're the familia that I'm talking about. And last week I let you down. (laughs) I got off the podcast. I stopped recording, put everything away. I was editing it. I was like, whatever, whatever. I was laying in bed that night. And I like literally my eyes shot up and I forgot to give a familiar phrase. I thought I almost, I almost came right back down here and re-recorded a segment just to give you a familiar phrase. And you know what? I just didn't do it. 
I apologize. That is the only time I've missed a familiar phrase. Never again will I miss the familiar phrase because the familiar is the most important part, baby. With, with the, you know, familiar. If you made it this far, I mean, especially with me talking about boxing days and Aries and Aries and like, good Lord, man. It's insane. It's insane. You're listening to a moron again. Um, but, you know, we're 45, 45 minutes deep into this thing and you're still here and I forget to give you a phrase. So I know you're a real one. That's messed up. And I apologize. So to answer your question, the phrase for next week and the momentum, the mentality that we want to, that we want to be bringing in to next week is nobody cares. Live your truth. Nobody cares. Stop worrying about everyone else. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Live your truth. That's the phrase. Let me know. Post it in the comments so I know you're a real one. And I appreciate it. Honestly, wow. I mean, this podcast is just so much fun. I love doing it. And I love engaging with you guys in the comments and on, on Instagram. So please send me a DM on Instagram. Let me know that uh, that you're a real one and that you made it all the way to the end. Shoot me any questions you have regarding your own weight loss. I'm not a professional, but I'll always let you know what worked for me. And, uh, and post your comments or post your questions for the, uh, for the YouTube channel uh, to hopefully be answered next week. I can't answer them all, but I definitely try to answer some every single week. And again, a reminder, Ice Age Meals is incredible. Use Focus 25. I cannot believe they're giving you a 25% discount. That's a lot of money. So uh, go check them out. I highly, highly recommend them. And again, thank you all so much. I really appreciate you. And I'll see you next week. Peace.